Hello, my ethereal kind listener, and welcome to From Your Zoomerennial Aunt. I am so happy that you are here. We're backtracking a bit on this one because uh, I wasn't finished. Do you remember in October 2020 when the Irish immigration braced me at Dublin International Airport because they felt that I had other reasons to be in their country because I didn't book the other plane ticket to leave their country and then checked my bank balance and felt that I had insufficient funds to be there so they put me in a police station holding cell overnight in Beliman then sent me right back to North Carolina and then I made a podcast episode to make fun of it and I didn't post for the rest of 2021. Good times, good times. Well, now that we've had some good laughs, let's pull the brakes and figure out what happened. So a quick recap, here's what went on in the year 2020 and why I ended up in Ireland in the first place. Number one, my work permit was expiring October 31st and I did not want to get in trouble with US immigration. Number two, Due to the rising numbers of COVID cases around the world, Trinidad and Tobago borders were closed to everyone. Meaning, both Trinbagonians and foreigners of Trinidad and Tobago could not enter. People from Trinidad and Tobago had to request permission to enter their own country. Number three, I requested permission to enter in September 2020 and received an automated response the next day that they're reviewing my request. Number four, first week in October, I got nothing back about my entry request and decided that I'll be adventurous and go to Europe. I know, I know, research, whatever. Number five, I still checked flight prices to Barbados though, and it was a steep, steep US $600 plus, while flights to Dublin International Airport were only US dollar $400 plus. Well, I figured I had enough flight credit, so I booked a flight to Dublin International Airport. At that time, they had moved from a level 2 to level 3 COVID advisory, meaning you can't really travel too far from your house, but you can get around with your mask and all of that. So I figured, no biggie, I can just explain my situation to Irish immigration and no problem. Number seven, I mailed majority of my things off to Trinidad and again, I apologized to the US Postal Service and the Trinidad and Tobago Postal Service for using them as a moving company. Number eight, I had spoken to friends and family about my decision. It was well supported. I booked a room on Airbnb and contacted the hostess immediately about my situation and spent a few days just chatting her up so I won't be a total stranger staying at her house with her family. I also let her know of my flight information, etc. And well, you know, ho-hum, everything was cool. Number nine, American Airlines Pet Cargo informed me that I couldn't travel with my cat to Ireland on a Sunday because they do not do any of the whole processing pet stuff at Dublin on Sundays and that I would need to do that on a completely different day. Well, I decided to just leave my pet cat in the United States so that I can come back for her at a different time. Mind you, she's still there and my friend is doing a fantastic job taking care of her. Number 10, date of the flight. I paid for my bags, they checked my passport and realized that I can enter the European Union with no problem as long as I'm there for less than 90 days, which was my plan. Now, at this time, they had moved from level 3 COVID advisory to level 5, meaning you have to stay in place. 
you could only go to the groceries as close to your house as possible. So you know, I could imagine that I was already in some degree of trouble, but it was the day of trouble. It was, it was just right there. Number 11, I arrived at Dublin International and I went to Irish Immigration. Everything was fine until the Irish Immigration Officer paused with the stamp and decided to ask his supervisor if he should give me leave to land. Number 12. They moved me over to a bench where they questioned me, reviewing all of my US immigration documentation, insisted that my student visa would have been honored by the US. Well, that wasn't true. Number 13. They checked my Airbnb booking, then my bank information on my phone and asked if my parents were working. Number 14. They decided to not allow me leave to land in Ireland. And then they brought in the Irish Immigration Police. Number 15. The Irish Immigration Police put my things in a different room. I was placed in a police van like a criminal. I was scared shitless by the way. Was brought to a police station in Balimon where they took my name, age and height. Had me sign some kind of document that I was checking into the police station or something. Number 16. They placed me in one of their recently cleaned holding cells, fed me McDonald's, a pizza, and then they gave me a novel to read called The Final Reckoning. By dawn the next morning, the Irish Immigration Police came back to take me to the airport, and then I passed through airport employee security. Number 17. I was then taken to US Immigration, which was right downstairs, and the US Immigration Officer looked at me confused and took the two Irish Immigration Police Officers aside. I had no idea what he told them, but their faces looked pretty grim afterwards. Number 18. US Immigration Officer informed me that they cannot honor my student visa since I had already graduated and then seeing the evidence that my own country's borders were closed and I still did not have proper clearance to enter my own country, he allowed me back in the States with the condition that I need to leave as soon as possible. Number 19. I went back to North Carolina, my parents booked a flight to Barbados and I was out of North Carolina within 5 days. Whew, that was something else. Now that we've gone through these facts, I want to review what are the grounds for someone to be refused entry into Ireland. Now hold on to your shoes here. This could be a little long, but it is necessary. So under section four or three of the Immigration Act of 2004 in Ireland, the non-national is not in a position to support themselves and any accompanying dependents. The non-national intends to take up employment in the state but is not in possession of a valid employment permit. That the non-national suffers from a condition set out in Schedule 1 of the 2004 Immigration Act, I don't know what that is, but moving on. That the non-national has been convicted either in the state of Ireland or otherwise of an offence that may be punished under the law of conviction by imprisonment for one year or by a more severe penalty. That the non-national not being exempt by virtue of an order under section 17 from the requirement to have an Irish visa is not the holder of a valid Irish visa. That the non-national is the subject of a a deportation order, b an exclusion order, or c a determination by the minister that it is conducive to the public good that they remain outside of the state. Whew. There's some more stuff here but they get pretty nitty-gritty. So they went with the grounds that I could not stay in Ireland because I was not in a position to support myself or any accompanying dependents. I was trying to get a secret job or something in Ireland 
and that I intended to do something much differently than I was stating to do. Anyways, now we can begin to unpack this thing that happened in Dublin International Airport. I took the liberty to do some Google searches about how often this sort of thing happens and apparently this happens really often. So here's some outrageous figures that I found. I truly feel for the average Republic of Ireland citizen because oh my goodness. According to the Irish Journal, from 2018 to 2020, 601 people were deported from Ireland and well, it cost a whopping 2.2 million euros. Wait, hold on. Excuse me, what? 2.2 million euros. 2.2 million euros in US dollars is 2.5 million US dollars. That is a huge sum of money. Like before they can even utilize that money to take care of their Irish citizens' health and well-being because, well, you know, we are in a pandemic, they rather fork out 2.2 million euros to just deport people, which honestly, I am certain majority of them had remote working jobs and were probably of little to no significance to the Irish government because let's be real. Have you ever heard of anyone willingly immigrating to Ireland? Like, I could understand refugees because they're just trying to go anywhere. They're not picking a country specifically. They're just trying to leave their own country because it's bad. But have you ever heard of anybody who's employed or anything just going to Ireland because they just, they just feel to move there? Who moves to Ireland? Like, to me, it's popular for people to leave Ireland and go start their lives elsewhere and spread the lovely Irish culture around. But I digress. I am certain that there is a whole reason why they're spending so much Irish taxpayer money on deportations or denials of entry. There has to be a reason. This can't just be for no reason. So let's go back a little further. According to the Irish Times, roughly 4,797 persons in 2018 were denied entry or leave to land in Ireland. And then it rose to 7,455 persons in 2019. So the reason here isn't the pandemic. It has to be something else then, right? It has to be a different reason. So let's look at the breakdown of why persons weren't allowed entry into Ireland. So the biggest one is that some persons failed to have a valid visa to enter. The other is failing to have a valid passport. Persons remain in the country after expiry date of permission. The person was just foreign. Honestly, I have no idea what that means. I don't know. Please don't come for me because I am just simply reading an article with you. And I am also trying to figure out why. Anyways, let's continue. The person failed to make a declaration embarking at any place in the country. The person failed to cooperate with deportation. Wow, that's surprising. They didn't want to be deported, so that's, that, they just got deported anyway. And then well, the list goes on with the usual things like they had arrest warrants in a different country. Well, alright, some of those are pretty fair, but there has to be a reason. You know what's weird to me though? The United States is the seventh most popular of the nationalities refused entry into Ireland. Why? What has US citizens done to you that they got denied entry into Ireland? Like, I want to know that. I do know on Reddit that there were several Canadians that were denied entry to Ireland because their travel insurance was not good enough. I don't understand either. No matter what angle you look at it, it's just weird. So let's get to more recent times. Irish immigration has refused more people, especially those from countries that are having known political discourse. 
there is definitely more to this than what we could scratch at the surface in this podcast. Now, this might be a stretch, but I have a theory that I think Brexit may have something to do with all of this because Ireland has never denied this much people from their country before. Like, before 2018, they they would deny like a few, but not this much. I cannot say for sure about why I think Brexit has something to do with this, but this discussion is clearly incomplete. More research is definitely needed because I am very curious about why. Why has the Irish immigration been denying all these people entry to their country? Do you think that they're afraid that they are going to absorb all of their resources and make their country destitute? Like, do you think having more foreigners in your country is just going to make your country worse off? Is this really worth the amount of Irish taxpayer euros to deport people or deny people they leave to land and send them back to wherever they came from? Like, do you, like, does that make any sense? All these taxpayer euros should be used on the taxpayers, you know, like fixing roads, helping their healthcare, making sure people are well cared for during a pandemic. I don't know, man. Honestly, I would like to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on with this whole situation, why it's happening, why these numbers are increasing. I would really like to know. Thanks everyone for tuning in with me today. We will link up next time.